0: Hello and welcome to the latest HSBC's Eventing News. I'm Sam Lloyd and each month we'll bring you all the stories and personalities from the world of three-day eventing. Coming up in this month's programme, we'll be looking ahead to the Festival of British Eventing. We'll be hearing from one of the HSBC ambassadors and we speak to New Zealander who's a true legend in the sport. But first, 65 riders from 13 nations have scored points in the truly international 2009 HSBC-FEI World Cup event in qualifiers. And in July, it was the turn of riders from Eastern Europe to book their ticket to the final by competing at the event in Minsk with Ilya Anasin from Belarus claiming the win on Arbat. While 25-year-old Kelly Prather rode to a memorable victory on Balinakil Glo- at the seventh leg held at Rebecca Farm in Kalispell, Montana. Meanwhile, the Festival of British Eventing at Gatcombe Park will be the only HSBC FEI World Cup qualifier in the UK. Due to take place in the first week of August, the event will be the final competition before the final in Poland and already organisers have received a record number of entries. Here's event director Tim Henson
1: there's something about Gatcom. I'm not sure whether it's the location of the beautiful park bowl and and, and Tingle Stone, uh, Long Barrow, the the clump in the middle there, the surrounding trees, the sort of natural amphitheatre of where the arena is, it sits in a slight dip. Everybody sort of looks down into it. Um, And I can't put my finger on why it's so special. If I knew, you know, I I, I could probably make it work a lot better. Um, You know, I I do my best to, to put it on in the best way, I think is the correct way. I'm not sure. I think it's yeah, so many aspects, but the team spirit that emanates from, from Mark. It's, it's, he's such a good leader. He wants everybody to be included. He wants everybody to have fun. He wants the person coming to the Novice Championship to have a memorable event. You know, if this is where they're headed all year, it's going to be their event. They get treated the same way as all of the big riders coming for the Open Championship. Everybody's the same. Everybody's invited to the parties on Saturday night and come and have the reception and enjoy and join in. We're here for fun. We're here for leisure. We're here for sport.
0: The mark Tim is referring to is, of course, Captain Mark Phillips. And there's no doubt Gatcombe is a very special event for him.
2: Well, this is the 27th year. So, um, you know, when you run an event for a quarter of a century, um, it sort of becomes part of your your life. And uh, uh, quite a big part in terms of the sort of effort year on year on year. uh, But I have a great team here that we've built up um, over the years. They they do a great job. And I like to think we put on a very good and and successful event, not just for the riders, but for the spectators and sponsors, in order to create uh, a weekend that everybody can enjoy and everybody can uh, go home and say, yeah, Gatkin was great and let's make plans to go back next year.
0: And we'll be hearing from the captain later in the programme. Mary King needs little introduction as she's one of the most inspirational and successful women in the sport. She's already booked her ticket to Poland, but before then, eventing fans will be able to see her in action at Gatcombe.
3: It's a beautiful setting in the Princess Anne's estate, and it's somehow it's a really friendly event. Everything's quite near um, each other. The cross-country course runs um, through a very sort of undulating parkland, and it's fantastic for spectators because they can sit um, in the sort of at the top of the bowl of uh, the sort of valley that's in front of Princess Anne's beautiful house. And you can see from that sort of big grassy area, the spectators can sit there and see all eight to ten cross-country fences, um, and also the fences leading up to the finish of the course. So, you know, it's a great, great um, place, um, weather permitting, um, where people can go and have, you know, lovely picnics and sit and watch the excitement of the sport.
0: I gather you're a HSBC ambassador. What does that role entail?
3: Um, Yes, I do various things for HSBC. When they have corporate hospitality at various competitions, I'm available to go and talk to their guests in the hospitality units and um, chat to them and, and explain really what the sport's all about and at you know, specific events, to telling them what to look out for, what, what riders are competing and um, also I'm available to do course walks with their guests as well. So really just helping you know HSBC's clients to get to know the sport a bit more and, and hopefully get them really interested in enjoying the excitement that there is to offer.
0: Many of the younger riders we've spoken to have named you as the rider they most look up to in the sport. So who's your role model?
3: (laughs) Um, Yes, well, I've got a a couple, really. Well, especially when I was a a little bit younger, it was Lucinda Green, um, who was my sort of heroine, and Mark Todd. He's a beautiful, natural rider, and his horses always look so happy and, and, um, you know, just really enjoying themselves. And I suppose William Fox Pitt, who is also um, an ambassador for HSBC, as a sort of current top rider, you know, to me, he is the best. He's absolutely fantastic um, as a person, how he treats his horses and the way he rides.
0: Mary, you've been at the top of your sport for so long. What gives you the drive to still compete at the top level?
3: I just really enjoy it. Um, I enjoy the excitement of the competition. I love to um you know attempt to to try and and be the best you know to try and and win you know I, I i love competing at all the major events um to try and get in the british team each year and to um aim for the next olympics and you know that sort of thing really i still really enjoy that top level competing but then you know also you know back to the the young horses i've bred a few horses over the years and it's so satisfying starting off a, a young horse's eventing career especially if you know you're the person who spread it and so just just the whole whole thing i'm lucky to have very good sponsors of which HSBC are one and good owners and um, got some lovely horses at the minute so that keeps
0: me keen <music> Mark Todd is undoubtedly the most successful individual eventer in equestrian history. Voted rider of the 20th century by the FEI, the New Zealander won gold medals at the Olympics in Los Angeles and Seoul, claimed victory at badminton three times and Burley on five occasions, and as a member of New Zealand's eventing dream team, won gold at World and European Championships. It's a staggering CV from the man who really has become an inspiration in the sport. And what's even more impressive, that in 2008, eight years after retiring, Todd made a comeback and competed at the Beijing Olympics with Gandalf. The New Zealander is currently based in Wiltshire, having made a return to elite level eventing. And Rachel Ferguson went to meet him to talk about his wonderful career, starting right at the very beginning.
4: Well, it all happened so long ago, um, but I guess I was always mad keen on horses and um, uh, through Pony Club I started doing a bit of eventing um, and show jumping and uh, things like that. Uh, And then my first horse, uh, he was a a show jumper and got to Grade A but wasn't quite good enough to continue um, along that line. Um, So I switched him to eventing and sort of got uh, hooked on eventing and uh, stayed there ever since.
5: Well, you're from New Zealand. There are so many top riders from New Zealand. What is it about the Kiwis and three-day eventing?
4: Well, I don't know. I guess uh, uh, something about uh, down there in New Zealand. Um, you know, we all have uh, uh, it's easy to have a horse or a pony there. Um, they are kept out outside. I guess we do a lot of sort of riding. Um, you know, we have, probably have a lot more sort of open space to ride around the, than some people from other countries. Uh, and it, cross-country riding just seems to fit with our sort of natural um, way of going. I guess we're, we're all a little bit daredevil and um, and cross-country is a bit like that so I guess it sort of suits us.
5: And do you have a favourite horse to ride?
4: Um, at the moment most of my horses are all fairly new to me. Um, and I have to say, I enjoy riding them all. Uh, I've got Gandalf, who I rode at last year's Olympics. Um, he's, a, he's a fun horse to ride across country. And uh, all the, the new ones I've got, um, Land Vision, Mouse and Grass Valley, I, I really enjoy riding them. Uh, they're all, all very different, uh, but all good in their own way.
5: Well, there is no doubt you've had a phenomenal career. What would you pinpoint as one of your highlights?
4: Uh, well gosh'm I'm, I'm, I'm lucky enough to have had sort of quite a few highlights um, I guess a winning the the first gold medal back in 1984 and then coming back four years later and winning a second uh, they were two um, real high points in my career um, another, another sort of memorable high point I guess was the time that I won badminton on Horton Point um, when I just took on the ro- the ride at the beginning of the week um, but no, it's uh, you know I've had a, a long and uh, I guess successful career. Certainly before I retired, um, with many high points, and uh, now that I'm back into it, I'm hoping that I might get another one or two.
5: Mark, let's look ahead to the next HSBC FEI Classic, the Land Rover Burley Horse Trials. What's it like to compete at this event?
4: Um, well, Burley's been a very special event to me, and I've won there five times. Um, I don't know what it is about Burley. That's whether it's the the house there or the grounds. But there's something sort of a bit magical about Burley. The ground there is, is more testing than it is at Badminton. It's a lot more um, up and downhill. Um, so you need a sort of you know a horse that's uh, strong on on endurance. Um, and it's one of the the few four-star events in the world. And I think um, as far as atmosphere and charm and everything, that's probably just about the top.
0: Let's head back to Gatcombe, as earlier this month, Rachel was given the opportunity to walk the course with another name synonymous in the sport. Captain Mark Phillips
5: has established himself as one of the world's top course designers. But of course, his equestrian career started long before.
2: I was, a uh, um, rode internationally for just over 20 years and, um, and retired at the Seoul Olympics in 1988 um, from riding internationally but had already started to um, have an interest in coaching and in, in course design. I mean, we started here in 82, I think it was. And um, I was interested uh, not just in, in winning and, and, and riding, but also in how to do it and, and, and the art of course designing, because you can't course design on a piece of paper. You can't look it up in a, in a book and see, you know, should I make this fence you know, three foot seven or three foot, three foot eight? It's very much something from an eye and from a gut, gut feeling, and you don't learn that in a, in a day. It's something you develop over over a, a period of time. And uh, you know, I've been doing it now for um, you know, 30 years, and, and 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 change. And I'm still learning. And um, and uh, proud and, and and happy that I am still learning because uh, I think um, you know, the day you stop learning is the day you die. You know, is the day you're finished.
5: And success runs in the family with daughter Zara a world and European champion.
2: Early on, um, Zara said to me, why won't you help me get another horse? I said, well, because you're not taking it seriously enough. And when you take it seriously enough, I'll help you. And um, and that's what happened. And she has been lucky enough to enjoy uh, a certain amount of success uh, early on in her life.
5: And you must be so proud of what she's achieved. Well, to
2: have a European and a world champion as a daughter is perhaps not the the worst thing in the the world. Now, um, having got there, she's finding that the difficult part is staying there. But that is a a fact of life in every sport, because um, I think we saw it um, at Wimbledon with Andy Murray. He said, now I'm up there, but he's gunning for me, and it's that much more difficult to to, to stay there. And and that's true in in the equestrian sport as well.
5: From Burley to Lumalin and indeed Gatcombe, the captain has designed courses all over the world and at some of the sport's top events.
2: There's a number of factors um, in course design. Uh, number one, uh, after a period of time, um, timber gets rotten and therefore unsafe, and therefore you need to replace a fence because the timber's w- worn out. Uh, number two, the, f- the, the the first time that riders see a fence, they go, oh my gosh, I wonder how this one's going to ride. And uh, then they look at the second year and, oh yeah, okay. Um, this doesn't go too bad, and then the third year they start not to give it the same respect. And if it's fourth year, they oh, <laughs> just blow past it. Well, that's when accidents can start to happen. So you sort of change the fences, keep mixing it up to keep the riders' attention. So because it's really important that the riders should respect the the, the cross-country fences. And lastly, um, for the, the spectators and all the people who, who enjoy coming to, to watch the boys and girls and the thrills and spills across country, it's nice for them to see something different year on year. And, um, and so it's nice for them to walk up to the fences and go oh, ah, uh, oh, not sure I'd want to jump that one. Or you know, there's also the other breed that goes, oh, of course I jumped that out hunting. And uh, there's the, you know, the crowd is made up of, 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 of all sorts, but they very much enjoy seeing something different year on year.
0: And we'll have all the action from Gatcom in the next HSBC eventing news. That's it for this month, but coming up in August, we'll have all the excitement from Poland and we'll be looking ahead to Burley. So until the next time, it's goodbye.